Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. There is a place where time stands still, where nature is harsh and demanding, where only the quick and the strong and the deadly can survive. This place is no place for civilized man. I Good morning, everybody. This is Annie for Showreel, our look at the Australian film industry or bits and pieces of it. And today we're going to be talking to a programmer for a very new film festival that's uh, starting in Melbourne, starting on Friday, it's opening night, Melbourne International Youth Film Festival. So let's go immediately to Grace Gardner. G'day Grace, how are you? Hi Annie, how are you going? I'm really well, thank you. Yeah, you must be very excited. It starts uh, on Friday night. I know, it all kind of feels really real now. Now we know we've got like tickets sold and people are actually coming, so no longer just a fantasy. <laughs> and uh, you are part of a group of people who are current students studying the Festival Experience Unit at RMIT. Can you tell us how all this began? Yes, yeah, so it's, um, we're all final year media students and... Basically, the subject was pretty open. We just knew we'd, we were going to be creating some kind of um, festival that would be featuring films, but the whole concept was up to us to create. And so from, yeah, from idea to now, like, building, you know, the programming and getting festival entries and booking venues and things, it's all... Um, we've had to do all of that ourselves, and for a lot of us, it's been the first time working on um, working on an event, so we've had lots of lessons along the way but yeah it's actually our main um our main subject for the semester but um not only that we're actually kind of creating something that um you know people from melbourne can enjoy and experience and hopefully will live on um into the future as well so so it's really taken you say uh four months to put together um, yeah, not even that really. The semester is twelve weeks, so from yeah, from our initial ideas in the classroom, um, yeah, roughly twelve or eleven weeks ago, um, we've kind of had to. I mean, it's all come together probably in the last six weeks, to be honest, um, because there was a lot of yeah, figuring out what we were going to do, and then we went, you know, open for call for entries, and um, then from there we kind of got the idea of. Um, you know, how many nights we were going to have the um, festival across as well. And um, then we had to decide to, you know, put it out to the world and um, market the whole thing and make sure we actually did have some people come along and watch. So, um, yeah, it's been probably like quite a short amount of time considering most festivals maybe that people have, you know, can have as long as they like to to, um, figure out the ideas and like sometimes, you know, can take a whole year 
kind of event planning. So um, it's been it's been good to maybe have that short span of time to really um, knuckle down and. Um, yeah, go full guns blazing. Well, it's very exciting. It's very exciting to actually do something that's real. That's the real point of this, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. I think with, um, especially with uni things, I think um, sometimes it can be a lot of theory and hard to imagine it um, as what, you know, as working out in the real world. But this is like real work kind of experience for all of us. And um, we're all, you know, there's people that are programmers, people that are, designers, people doing sponsorship and marketing and things that, um, you know, they're kind of teaching themselves the skills that they're going to perhaps need rather than just um, learning about the industry. We're kind of um, creating, like, yeah, working in it already. So that's very exciting. So you've had uh, a lot of support because you've, uh, in a sense, because uh, in in the ideas realm, because you've got a very good... uh, teacher who's an experienced festival organiser. Yeah, we're working um, really closely with Therese Howard. So she's the founder of the Czech and Slovak Film Festival and also the Melbourne Trans and Gender Diverse Film Festival. So she's very experienced and um, knowledgeable and just been able to kind of guide us through a lot of the steps and um, help us. You know, we've had some ideas that she might think, oh, you know, to kind of... Too ambitious... Yeah, direct us and troubleshoot all of those little things that we're maybe not so, you know, and then she's also very very encouraging um, and and, and left it open to us, but um, it's been great to have someone there to kind of think, to to kind of fall back on and um, if we're kind of getting a little bit off track. And so, um, yeah, it's been amazing and um, we've had some guidance from, you know, she's worked really closely with other professionals in the field. So we've been able to kind of, yeah, um, have some guidance from them which has been really valuable now uh, tell me let's get back to the actual festival itself Mm -hmm. you decided on youth yes I think because we're all you know in our kind of young like early 20s and we've all um you know surrounded by youth it was kind of an obvious theme I think that um we kind of noticed there was this gap in the market and there wasn't a festival out there that was celebrating um works by young people and it's um it's amazing what young people are like creating and um a lot of them I think are lacking that platform so um yeah it just kind of naturally became that and we realized you know a lot of our friends were creating things and didn't have the opportunity to have them shown on a big screen so if that was happening in our immediate lives we could imagine that out there in the in the big world that that would be um would that that would be the same so and that was, yeah, definitely the case with the amount of entries that we had. It was um, definitely reflective. How many entries did you get? Um, oh, I think between 300 and 400. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, it was Were you amazing. amazed by that? Yeah, definitely. I mean, it was also the programmers were probably a little bit overwhelmed for their first programming gig to have to, um, yeah, to go through that many was um was pretty yeah, but it was really exciting. I think that was when it was like, oh wow, like it proved that there clearly was a need for yeah. um and there's people out there that are just they just, you know, are making things from for the love of it and um, you know, just to have them shown I think is very exciting. So So how local were were the entries? How many you know, were was it local? Um yeah, we do, we do have quite a lot of local entries. So one of our sessions is actually purely highlighting um Australian um, films and the short films we've had, and so we do have quite a few um, entries from Melbourne, 
um, which is exciting. So the filmmakers are actually coming along to the sessions and we're having a, a Q&A with them for our matinee. So we're going to um, yeah, be able to talk to them about the whole process of the filmmaking and kind of talk about the industry. And um, I think, yeah, it can be pretty daunting and a tricky kind of thing as a young person making things and figuring out um, one, like, you know, how they can get their things seen and then, um, yeah, just kind of being able to kind of, for the audience members to get advice on that as well and it just being this kind of collaborative um, conversation. So... Yeah, because um, yeah, it, it because because really people can um, equipment is available now and people can make things in isolation, but linking to an industry is a different issue, isn't it? Definitely, yeah. I think that the thing with a lot of the filmmakers have commented on that, saying that they much prefer the film um, to en- enter their films into a film festival um, rather than just you know uploading them online. Um, I think it's a really rewarding experience for them to be able to come along and also meet other filmmakers in the industry and that connection is really um, important but also for them to have a real audience and to be able to witness the reaction from the audience and um, yeah I think it's kind of the traditional way that and I think it's the way that people I think that's what people what makes people love film so much is that kind of a thing rather than it all being in isolation the creator and the and the audience and things so um yeah, it's pretty special to be able to have for us to be able to offer that for um, the filmmakers. It's pretty amazing. It actually is a, a very clear indication of how old and new meld together. Yeah, definitely. It's it's funny how I think I can see that um, coming back a little bit now. People are even though there's a lot on um, a lot on offer in terms of people being able to access um, films directly online, and I think for us young people like. Um, it's cool that we can we can we've noticed that that um, people are wanting wanting to go to the cinema and wanting to um, have that conversation in the foyer like afterwards or before and chat about the films and you know and to be able to meet the person who um, who made that film would be um, you know is really amazing to kind of get that conversation going and, and just make it like a more a more real life thing I think yeah did you get entries from uh, further afield. Yeah, we had um, lots of entries from Europe. We had entries from China. Had a lot of entries from over in America. Yeah, it's um, been very diverse um, in terms of whereabouts. Macedonia, um, Ecuador, France. So yeah, it's um, it's been yeah really interesting to see because the stories being told, um, some of them you know. uh, uh, yeah, relate closely to their culture or their immediate surroundings, but a lot of them actually are quite um, similar, and a lot of them um, being, you know, made by youth uh, have some similar kind of common themes running through them. So that's been um, kind of interesting to know that maybe a lot of youth, no matter where they are, are kind of having to yeah um, go through similar things and having similar thoughts, and um, so yeah, some similar stories are coming through, which is which is really interesting to see. I'll just remind our listeners that they're on 3CR and this is Showreel and we're having a yarn with Grace Gardner who is part of a programming team who've put together the Melbourne International Youth Film Festival. It's the first one for Melbourne and its uh, opening night is tomorrow and uh, you're having it at Backlot, is that right? Are you focused mainly at Backlot? So we've got... um... (coughs) Two venues. So Friday night is at Backlot, which is a small cinema in South Bank, 
um, and that'll be really quite intimate. Um, and yeah, we've got some live music, and there'll be drinks flowing, and that's kind of a little bit of a celebration. And then the Saturday sessions, our matinee and our closing night, are both held on campus at RMIT um, in Building 80. There's a large cinema that seats up to 200. So hopefully we'll we'll get close to feeling it. Um, but, yes, we've got our Q&A and um, our kind of um, matinee sessions um, at 2 p.m. there, and then we've got our closing night um, on Saturday night there as well. So... All right, so it's a two-day festival that you've you cre- you've created. Yeah, yeah. We thought with the festival we had to have it definitely at least across two days, um, and seeking a venue, or otherwise um, it wouldn't be a festival. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it would just be a night of film. So, yeah. um, but you know, some festivals run for weeks, and I mean, maybe one day we can aim to expand. But it's um, it's funny the effort, like that. You just really under underestimate the effort involved in in putting on one event, let alone, you know, two. So there's so many things to think about, um, which has been, I think it's really good to have, yeah, such a large team. We've all been able to um, help each other through that. and um, It's you know, quite exciting. I mean, uh, reminding listeners that uh, you're all part, of your current students of a, uh, of a unit called the Festival Experience Unit at RMIT. And so you've been working on it for this semester, which is pretty extraordinary. I, 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 I take my hat up off to you and what you've discovered is very interesting too that the one that there's this huge demand for uh, filmmakers uh, from early 20s down mm-hmm. uh, who are interested in getting their stuff on the screen from not only local but uh, internationally um, and this of course is what the internet allows makes it possible to do mm-hmm. uh, did um, how did you break down the programming because you've got 300 to 400 films. So are they all shorts or are there some features or what What um, did you get? So we wanted to, yeah, focus on shorts. Yeah. Mostly so that, yeah, because well, we knew we were only going to be having two nights or two, either across two days. So we wanted to be able to show quite a lot. Um, yeah, that was the main theme. And then we kind of, we knew that with the time, with the screening times, we probably be, be able to, we wanted to break it down to about three hours worth of, worth of film um, and then within that we, we needed to make sure, we wanted to make sure we um, had, had a wide range of not only, you know, um, from different countries and um, even languages and things but, um, yeah, over a different over different t- topics and themes and um, there's, you know, female directors but we've got some documentaries in there, we've got a couple of animations as well Um yeah, so we've we've kind of been diverse in in that sense. There's a couple of experimentals in there. So um, yeah, we had to be kind of mindful. We we just wanted to cater for everything in that in that sense. I think. Yeah, but it becomes very difficult. So, did you have some themes? Did we have some what themes? Themes at all? Yeah, yeah. So you've got three. You've got three hours to film. So you've got your your opening night. On the opening night, what what are you going to be showing? Um, so we have a theme on our Saturday, so that's all of our um, Australian Australian films, and yep. then we have um, our other films shown on the two other nights. So there's no real theme that we've kind of gone with, and that was kind of something we stuck with from the start. Um, was that it, yeah, we wanted it to be kind of you know people would come and see a, a real a real range, um, mostly because I think that that was reflecting um, what you know the youth were 
creating yeah. and we didn't want to l- limit the, the entries in that sense at all either. Yeah, so it's a pop puree. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a, yeah, that, that's exactly right. A real mix. And um, we do have some awards as well. So we've got um, an award for the best international, the best Australian and then the best um, in festival. So that was kind of a good incentive for um, not only people to enter, but um, yeah, it was kind of been able to give a little bit of prestige for our closing night, and um, we've got some yeah some panelists who are able to kind of give their give their insights and just as a bit of an occasion, I think so. Yeah, it's it's a great it's a great thing. I mean, uh, and of course, people can say that they won an award at this uh, festival, which is yeah. very yeah. useful. Do you think yeah, that yeah. there's any leaks to this? Do, are people thinking that? I mean, I know it actually hasn't happened yet, but do you feel that uh, because you uh, had such a response, that some people might think that it's worthwhile pursuing? Um, do you, Do you mean do, do we think we'll be continuing it? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's really f- funny because the, we have had a really amazing response and it kind of just keeps building, um, not only from, yeah, like media, but a lot of other companies are jumping on board with sponsorship and I think people are really, um, yeah, impressed with what we're doing, which is something I don't think we expected. Um, I think that, yeah, the the decision with the theme and um, the energy we've put into it is kind of, it's kind of come back and it's been really rewarding to have that response. But um, well, a lot of us are in our final year of uni, so it will mean that, yeah, perhaps at the end of it all, if if, if all goes well, um, that, yeah, we can kind of reconvene and, and see how we feel about um, putting it on again. But, I mean, the idea of a festival, usually they do reoccur, um, and I think it would be really exciting um, to see what, what could come from from the first year. Um, yeah, we have some interesting and like quite, you know, impressionable people coming along. So um, it would be amazing to get their insights and advice. And um, I mean, hopefully if we did do it again, we could give ourselves a little bit more than 10 weeks to um, to plan and put together and um, yeah, and, and just kind of keep building it because that seems to be what's happening. So People can make their careers out of this. So, you know, other people might move on, but some people might make a core group. It's uh, worth uh, considering. Uh, And how do people buy tickets? How do people get to go to see some of these things that you've put together? Okay, so we have a website, um, which is um, miyff.com.au, so Melbourne International Youth Youth Film Festival.com.au. That's Um, M-I-Y-F-F, yeah. Yeah, so my. And um, there's a ticket page on there which has all the tickets available. So opening night, um, the matinee and the closing night, you can buy an all-access pass at a discounted rate and then the Saturday sessions, are, um, you can buy them at a block discounted rate as well. Um, otherwise, for the Saturday sessions, we will have door sales um, oh, available. Yeah. yeah. Now, um, I just uh, tell people about the because uh, about the venues because, one, RMIT, even though it is becoming more... Uh, Discern, uh, decipherable mm-hmm. to uh, the public. It's always been a quite a uh, difficult place to work out. But yes. is that uh, cinema the same cinema that, that you enter into those doors? You go, you go down the steps, there's the doors, and then there's a cinema upstairs, or is it a new new cinema? Is this the, R- the RMIT cinema you can access via um, Swanston Street? Yeah. 
And you um, go down yes. the steps and then you go yes, through so the... you enter into the wide glass doors. Yeah. From there, there'll be someone from our team who will be dragging people down the stairs because, yeah, we don't want anyone lost or on the wrong, wrong floor. Mm. Um, so it should be pretty obvious once you enter those, um, those big sliding um, doors um, at the front there. Um, so, yeah, Swanston Street, RMIT. I mean, it um, used it... to be called the Glass House, but it's called, oh, has oh. it been rebadged? I believe so, yeah. I haven't heard it referred to as that. So Yeah, but I'm old, so I know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I used to <laughs> work at RMIT. Yeah, there you go. Oh, well. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah, the Backlot Studios um, is in is in South Bank. Yes. Um, and there's, yeah, parking available there and things, but otherwise there's public transport that will get there. Yeah, and um, uh, Backlot is in Hague Street. Yeah. Just right, yeah. past Normandy Road. And you I turn left right. I've been myself. So well, yeah, it's, it's just a little bit on. curious. You go down the road, and it is to the left. Okay, okay. before you go under the bridge, just oh, just for people to know. And it's yeah, a lovely yeah. place no, to watch. Yeah, we Sydney. don't want any lost patrons. <laughs> That's <laughs> sitting right. Sitting on the sidewalk, that would be the worst. So, yeah. Oh, um, good luck. This is, sounds you. great, Grace. It's very exciting. Yes. Um, yeah. I think we'll, we'll hopefully all be cheersing a glass of champagne and having a big. A big deep sigh at the end of it all, thinking, "Oh gosh, like I'm." It's kind of like we feel like we've been in rehearsal, and then all of a sudden it's showtime. So, yeah, yeah. it will all happen. It will yeah. be great. Yeah, it'll all fall into place. And thanks for spending some time with us this morning. No worries. Thank you for having me. No worries. Appreciate it. Thanks for that. The three CR radiothon is fast approaching. And this year, we're asking you to power Radical Radio. That's right. It's with your support that we're able to be independent, community-controlled and focused on people rather than profits. Your support during Radiothon powers the station to give voice to hundreds of people and issues for another year. And remember, any amount you can afford makes a big difference and all donations over $2 are tax-deductible. 3CR Radiothon 2019... June the 3rd to the 16th. Power Radical Radio. Yes, and uh, we've just received some information about uh, the upcoming Melbourne International Film Festival, which is going to be running from the 1st to the 18th of August, uh, slightly longer than the Melbourne International Youth Festival, which is going to start on Friday night and uh, goes till Saturday. Sounds like a great experiment. Um, But the thing that's interesting is that uh, two things. One is that the... Year's Festival is going to open with the world premiere of the much-anticipated documentary The Australian Dream, which is uh, the film that is investigates uh, the um, uh, what happened when it, in relation to Adam Goods and the AFL, the uh, the powerful exploration of race, identity, and belonging, and it's uh, been. Uh, written by Walkley award-winning Australian journalist Stan Grant. Now, it's uh, recently uh, I read an article about it being shown uh, by, uh, to some head honchos at the AFL, and they were all pretty sobered because, uh, as it was pointing out, uh, it all happened, and then they all tried to uh, cover it all up like the Red Sea, as if uh, nothing, nothing, nothing to look at here. 
because you know the AFL is you know a nice you know nice uh, nice nice you know all the good things and all the rest of it. But this exploration is apparently quite uh, co- uh, confronting and compelling. So it's going to be the opening film at the uh, Melbourne International Film Festival. Uh, I think it will be a really fascinating film. It's uh, being made by Passion Pictures, searching for Sugar Man and uh, Melbourne-based Good Thing Productions. Uh, It's got uh, archival footage alongside illuminating interviews with the likes of Grant, Novus Pyrrhus, Linda Bruni, other uh, Indigenous AFL players like Michael O'Loughlin, Nikki Winmar and Gilbert McAdams. It talks to Eddie McGuire and Andrew Bolt and, of course, Adam Goods. So it's a very interesting thing to put on your calendar if you're interested in that. Um, it'll be an interesting film to see. The other thing that's of note is that the Capitol Theatre, that uh, really interesting theatre that's in Swanston Street, uh, just a little up from uh, the town hall, and across the road is being uh, has been refurbished. It's the uh, theatre that was uh, um, designed by the Burley Griffins, uh, and it's been um, not refurbished. It's been uh, fixed up, you know, whatever they call that. And uh, so they're opening in it. Uh, opening it to the media next Monday and it's uh, then going to uh, be part of the Melbourne Film Festival. So it's one of the uh, venues that they're going to show. So a couple of interesting things about the Melbourne International Film Festival. Up next is Published or Not and we'll go out with another Archie Roach. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.